Alright, so there we go. You're tuned into Radio Pulpit 6578. I'm your daily companion and you're tuned into Filling the Gap. We just came out of our Pulpit Sports Show. If you missed it, Sisman. Sisman! Sis! Shame on you! Where were you? You went somewhere to get the broadcast of the sport program. Nevertheless, nevertheless, thank you very much for being with us this evening. I don't know where you are tuned in from. Maybe you're tuned in on the radio. Maybe you're tuned in on DSTV channel 882. Or you've got the app downloaded onto your, uh, yeah, onto your lovely smartphone device. Or you are on www.radiopulpa.co.za, your daily companion. You can join the chat this evening by going to uh, our social media pages. We are so ready to chat with you this evening. You can go and send us a WhatsApp as well if you like. The WhatsApp number is 0826572729. And you guys can say hello. Uh, yeah, Peter Small. Ek het groot geword in Wingate Park Baie mooi daar Geseen aand Hallo Petra Is wel lekker dat jy weer eens saam met ons skyer If you want to join the chat this evening Send us a WhatsApp or an SMS 0826572729 Alternatively Way easier Just go to our Facebook page And you can go join in on the chat Right now On a Radio Pulpit 657am And uh, if you go to Facebook Let me just quickly go there again So the two beautiful faces can smile Check into that camera and smile Yep, whoop, whoop Wees die tanden my vraag Ons kan hier saam met jou hier uit ons atelier Uit ons centurion En ons kan nie wacht om vanavond lekker saam met jou Te kan keir nie Gaan ons op Facebook nou En gaan sê vir my hallo Gaan tik pikkie vir my daar so op boodskapie Sê vir my hoe sit my chomma, hoe lyk het my ou Zand Die akronede jager sê Hallo, 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 hallo Rikotso Bongani says Hello my people Hallo Rikotso, so awesome for you to tune in My guest, second week in a row How should I quit that? Should I give you an intro? Do you want to have an intro? Must I give you a nice intro? Are you ready for it? Sure, no problem Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's make it a proper one Okay But can you handle it? I'll try my best Okay, let's see, let's see Okay, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this Oh, how do you like that? Do you want my radio voice? Yeah. Okay, let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. Do it. Here we go. <coughs> let me just warm up, brake style. <laughs> okay, I'm warmed up. I'm warmed up. Let's do this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, back due to popular demand for a second week in a row, a social media influencer, a sold out child of God, someone that turned his back on the world and is totally sold out for the gospel of Jesus Christ, is uh, someone that makes his voice heard amongst a lost generation of teenagers right now facing so much challenges. A man that said, I want to live for Jesus and if Jesus is all I have, it's all I need. Please help me welcome to the studio my brother in Christ, my colleague on a daily basis. I'm so blessed, brother Brenton Jerome. How do you like that? That was brilliant. Well done. I taught you well, man. I really taught you well. Yo, yo. This is clearly not a lesson on humbleness. Definitely not. I love it. I love it. Uh, awesome shout out Chrissy Bell Say, Marag jylle Groete uit a sonnige Watlington Chrissy, I know You're all the way from England Tuning in this evening wow. And then Natasha Kluter I go for my emoji Hello jylle Yeah, 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 yeah Happy Malinga Hello, happy What a what an awesome name to have mm. Happy 
It's like people Very that happy. says, who are you? I'm blessing. <laughs> <laughs> I love blessing. <laughs> Compliments to your mother and father happy because... Um, yeah, what a man think of so easy. Mm. The mouth and the, the, the tongue carries so much weight and authority in the spiritual realm. Amen. What are you? I'm happy. Amen. You. You. Powerful, eh? You. Who is it, my bro? A day luck, my bro. This day luck, this <laughs> day luck. Save my. How's your week been? <gasps> wow. I know it's Monday, but it's such a blessed week. Is it? Such a blessed week. Why? Why? Because I woke up with the breath of life. And sure. It was Jesus. Sure. It was amazing. Oh, wow. It, it, it doesn't matter how your day starts, but it's how your day start thinking by declaring the name of Jesus. Sure. Boom. Well, Fatay. How was um? How was your Sunday? Uh, you know, the Sunday was so phenomenal that all I can say is, when is Sunday happening again? Who's <laughs> 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 Who's You know, we had a powerful teaching. It's about um, entering heaven. But what is so profound about the teaching is Pastor Chris, Pastor Chris von Brinsberg, um, regardless about this incident that he had, I was blown away, but I was motivated at the same time. He was sitting in a wheelchair, preaching the gospel, but the way he preached, his spirit was all over. But his body was there and it moved us. I mean, me personally, it moves me to another level. My mom was knocking me all the time. It's like, Confirmation, confirmation, confirmation. So it was brilliant. I think the service was just a bit too short for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm being honest. I think it was a bit too short. So, yeah, it's the ironic thing. Now, I took a bit of stick today and yesterday. A lot of people um, went at me on social media. Mm. No, sorry, with all due respect, nothing new. Um, <laughs> but they went at me. I said, I posted a photo of Pastor Chris in his wheelchair. Yeah. And then I shared, I said, uh, can you believe that this is a man that's supposed to be in bed for three months? Mm, mm. He's, he's been out of a femur reconstruction operation, breaking yeah. a femur in four places. Um, I think he was in bed two weeks. He was back in church, even though it was only in his wheelchair. This yeah. is week number five. He sat on the stage with a broken femur and he said, I cannot contain myself because the glory of God needs to be displayed through me. Amen. And he sat there and then I took a hiding today because I went to Facebook and I said, isn't it a pity that some people say, I'm going to use a Sunday to rest. Mm, mm, I'm going mm, to use mm. a Sunday to sleep in. But he has a man who's got a broken femur. He yeah. says, I got to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm. Um, it, it really, it's, it's a life lesson for me. Uh, just with an example that Pastor Chris sets for all of us. Totally agree. Totally agree. Because it's, it's amazing also, he demonstrated scripture. Be mm. a demonstrator of the gospel, not just a talker. And... Um, I know I'm going to be slapped on this, but um, many of us is giving excuses. And I was asking someone on Saturday, um, we were talking about being tired and all of those things. And then I just said, hey, think about this. Imagine Jesus did the same thing with the cross. When he fell, he went into a coffee shop and he had coffee and somebody was coming to him and said, aren't you supposed to be carrying the cross? Ah, I'm feeling a bit tired. Maybe a bit later or tomorrow. Sure. Imagine Jesus did that. Sure. Uh, I'm sorry to say that because um, sure, that's deep. I, I mean, Jesus. I mean, imagine Jesus like just stopped and like, let me just think about it. Or near get the less known. You know what? Imagine Jesus took a break on us. Come on, man. I'm sorry, I'm saying it, and I'll probably once again be called out for it. But I don't care. Just, just all I'm saying is, just imagine Jesus took a break on us. I, I don't know. Huh? 
and and he just had to say, listen, bro, I have to take a break. I had a tough week. Because the moment Jesus takes a break on me, Mm. I won't get up the next morning because I won't have oxygen in my lungs. Mm. Mm. He never takes a break on us. We we take a break on him. Exactly. And that that reminds me of something else. Um, Somebody was talking and I know they, they... they, they call themselves Christians, and then they most, they mention the word doubt, and then I just said, you know what, the, the second you give any doubt, you are busy doubting God, not doubting, you're busy doubting Him. So why do we want to doubt? It's just something I, somebody said to me, um, you know, Brenton, we're not all the same. So I said, no, don't get me wrong, we're all different, but my question is, but we all serve the same God. God is the same. Anyway, sorry, continue. Sorry, I'm just we 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 all different, yes. And then this one said, "No, it's difficult for this and that, and so on and so on." <sighs> and then I said, "Okay, I hear you out. We all different. Yeah, cool. But don't we all have the same Holy Spirit to raise Jesus from the dead? So where's the difference in that? It's just a question I have. Where's the difference in that? Because we want to come with skin color, we want to come with shapes, and so on. And I'm like. We are not saving skin color or bodies or anything. We are saving spirit souls. And that's the most important thing. So, Boomak say, Yo. Drop the mic, but this mic is standing so beautiful. Yeah, so don't drop it, please. That's an expensive <laughs> mic. Um, you know what? Um, I actually want to chat about something. I do have something in my heart. Um, mm. There's a reason why you're back um, okay. this evening. Um, so, last week, we, we spoke about a few things. Mm. Um, and, and, and we spoke about, um, sure, once again, I'm putting myself out there. We spoke about how naive parents are in today's society. Yeah. We spoke about oh, how parents think they know what they think they know. Um, they think that their obluisal key just goes to a party and their obluisal keys the oh, innocent baby themselves and uh, Mother Teresa walking around there at the party. And mm. we are so naive. Yeah. And and we've been myself and you. We get confronted by teenagers quite a lot. I mean, you you work with teenagers for a living. It's your ministry. Yes, I work with children for a living. And um, yo, I got a very funny visitor in my in my office after last week's uh, podcast that went viral. And uh, the visitor said that I forced my mom and my dad to listen to this podcast. Because I fell into slumps last year. I fell into addiction. Mm. I fell into drugs. I fell into stealing. I fell into pornography. Mm. Because my parents just naively and bluntly let me go to these parties where I got addicted. Mm. And this young man said something. I was actually, I was shocked. I was shocked by it. He said, I want my mom and my dad to listen. Because I hold them accountable for just sending me to these parties thinking that I'm not going to, I'm not going to create any trouble. Wow. And, and, and something that he said to me that's very profound, and we've got people listening to us now from literally right around the world, but something for me that's very profound is what we don't understand is our children go, go and look to sin. Mm. But sin do look to our children to catch them. <laughs> Yeah, this is very ironic yes. because the letter that we got, I, I shared the letter with you, was mm. was a was a beautiful young fifteen year old girl that said we went to a party and my mom and my dad trusts me and listen, I've never done this before, but at this party there was uh, university boys and they wanted us to experiment with drugs. Mm. It's a fifteen year old girl, and they had to lie to their parents the day afterwards and say they had food poisoning. Um, 
How naive do you really think parents are? Because I think they're very naive. You know, um, most parents, if I can say this, parents, please hear me out. You can hate me, but don't hate Jesus. But sometimes parents are lying to their own children, sounding like the truth, trying to protect themselves, to protect the child, instead of just telling the truth to the child, if that makes sense. If, um, mom, dad, can I do this and that and that? When you say no, rather just give the reason why no. But say it out of love. Don't say it out of demand. Like a youth came to me today during break and he said, Sir, I heard what you said. It sounded like you were attacking the parents and you were even attacking us. And I'm like, no, I wasn't. We were just speaking openly so that it can be helped. Then he said, yeah, but I would want to tell my parents and so on. And then I said to him, but are you listening to your parents so that your parents can also listen to you while you talk to them? And then he's like, oh, now I understand. So I said, yeah, but don't abuse it. Don't abuse it because, like I said earlier on to, the, to that one um, guy, I said, parents are so afraid of losing their child or their connection by allowing the child to do what pleased them. Because today's generation, children basically almost had their license. Why do I say that? Majority of them had their parents under clutches. Because parents are pressured by wanting to be cool parents instead of godly parents. Exactly. That's the thing. Godly parents. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. This is for parents and children, the youth, including myself. The Bible says in Romans 12, verse 2, we need to transform our mind, but we need to allow God to transform our mind the way we think. Because a new beginning or a new change is not the place. It's the mindset. It's a new mindset that you need to put in. But it needs to come from both sides. It's like a, a, a tap with a hosepipe. Mm. It's, yeah. it's, it's really like a tap of the house pipe. Yeah. The parent wants to be the tap, but the house pipe is here. The water gets mess. And then things just, the things get complicated and we want to blame and all of that. We need to own up and say, how about you put the house pipe onto the tap, let the water flow out. But what is the water? It's Jesus, the living water, where you'll never thirst. And to transform your mind, people are thinking, how do you transform your mind? Well, let me say to you, ladies and gentlemen, it's sticking to basic instruction before leaving earth, which stands for Bible. Then with the Bible, you need to know your no. ABC to the Bible. What is the ABC to the Bible? You need to adapt to that Bible. You need to believe in the Bible and you need to commit to the Bible so that everything can work hand in hand with each other. So, sure. we, need to, so we need to man up. Sure. Say that again. So hold on. ABC is what? Adapt to the Bible, believe in the Bible, and commit to the Bible. And Bible stands for? Basic instruction before leaving earth. Boom. Sure, net so. Mm. And, and, and something also that's on my heart now. We were talking about with parents and so on. Uh, I, I was saying and I was saying what was on my heart. We need to share the results of God, not seek results we want. Mm. Powerful. No, yeah, it's, um, I was at youth on Friday, and um, we were in praise and worship, and um, they just wanted to move over, we were going to move over to something, and then the Lord said to me, no, let's worship, and while we were worshiping, I, I got so emotional with these kids, because these are 10 years old, 11 years old, 
And I was just I was just under the influence of the Holy Spirit and I just said to them, you know what? Let's worship for our parents. And they all started weeping and they were just declaring that it's the power of God that changes them and they were crying out loud that God changed them. These were such young children and I was like the children is the generation that's been chosen. What are we going to do with this generation? Because there's three words. There's, th- um, there's a role that y- youth plays and the youth need our support in us. Mm. The three words is to refresh, is to renew, and is to maintain. Refresh what? The society we're living in now. Is to renew what? How we're living now. What is to maintain? Is the responsibility from both sides. Mm. From the youth and the parents. Because then a huge difference will take place. It's ironic that you mentioned that because last night on, on Carte Blanche, mm. there was this huge show on um, comprehensive sex education in South oh. Africa. Mm. And, and, and one, of, one of my guests on a monthly basis, uh, Reverend Paul Coupe, or should I say advocate, yeah. uh, Paul Coupe was one of the guests on Carte Blanche last night. And she says that we are, we are, we are doing this totally the wrong way around. Mm. We want to sex ed our children. But it's going to help us nothing if we don't have the support from households. Come on. Um, and, and the problem with educating kids on sex is that the school has now replaced the parents. Mm. Because these are conversations that are supposed to come from the parents and not from the school. Mm. So, listen, this is a heavy topic. I think we need to take a short break. Yeah. Um, if you tuned in on Facebook or wherever, please don't go anywhere. Facebook, you're left to just hang around. I'm very excited. A good friend of mine, very well-known artist in South Africa, a guy with the name of Ratif Berger. Mm. Uh, he released uh, a single today, and it's, was only, it was only released today, and we're going to play it on Radio Pulpit to, well, tonight on Filling wow. the Gap. It's a song that he wrote 15, 20 years ago. The song was entitled Sekelman. And it's still entitled. Ek en Brenton is reg om lekker saam met jou verder te keir. Blaas lief en geskakel saam met ons. En geniet hierdieen. So a lot of times we sit in the studio and we just listen to uh, jingles playing like that, become active, active in faith. And sometimes when you listen in, we, we, we as, as radio pulpit listeners and presenters, we get so used to these jingles. But when you really listen in, there's specific words chosen for specific stuff. And those words become active, active in faith for me is very profound because um, faith isn't words, it's mm. actions. Come on. Huh? Come on. Yeah, well, anyway, here we are with Dwayne and the brave of the Cape Flats. As ja. Brent and Jerome. Masakun. Masakuners. Here we are in Gauteng. What do you do here? How come you have a mountain getried for this city? I was on the mountain Zion here in Gauteng. Oh, not so. Not so. Not so. Not so. Not so. Not so. Every day, every day, because I said it to someone and uh, I was speaking with the Holy Spirit, because the first thing when I wake up is I just give him thanks. That's all I, I have to give him thanks. And I have to read a scripture. And I just, uh, to be straight, to make it straight. form. Without the Holy Spirit for one second, I am dead forever. Boom. I just can't live without him. I, I, I refuse to live without him. I will never forget this time. I have to share this quickly. I got saved. Um, I gave my heart to Jesus fully. Not halfway. 
folie. Ik heb een lieve vol lopen breed, ja. een half. Ik heb een folie en ik was zitting in church one evening en ik was talking to this guy that I just met. En I was just talking, I was just sharing about the love of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And he's like, uh, where is your brother? How long is he now? So I said, uh, about four months. He's like, what? So I said, yeah. No, it sounds like years. So I said, years in the making. Then he's like, I have a question for you. So I said, please do ask. Then he says, it's when there's no fire anymore. And so on. So I said, well, sure. sir, very good question, but I have a question for you. So he said, yes. Did the word not say, I will never leave you nor forsake you? So if so called my fire is going away, I'm going to grab the fire and I'm going to say to the fire, the Bible says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So I got to keep it burning. We don't need more fire. We need to be in the fire. Ja, ons het zondag in kerk het ons um, bykie pangster gesing so aan die einde van die dienst. Dus daar so, ouw, hey. pangster koorkie. Ik <laughs> weet nie wie ek er onthou wat ons gesing het. Ons gesing, it's the Holy Ghost and power that is keeping me alive. Jee, papie. Het swing het om bakkelet. Daar was lekker gewees, nee. It was awesome, it's a very old song, but I enjoyed it. Ek wonder, ek wonder of, ek wonder as die, as, jo, jo, ek moet nou my woorde weer instel, ek wonder of die jeug van vandag, as hulle in een oud pingster dienst moes sit, ek wonder of van hulle rechte gaan hou, so, eindel? Oh, very good, very, very interesting question. Maar ek wil nou iets verder gaan sê, oef, sê eers eindel? Eindel. Ek dink hier is nie die jeug van vandag nie. Dat is diep. Daar is bykie, maar dat is eindel ook nie. That's like... Ja, kom ek sê vir jou so, my woorde nou mooi tel hier so. Jo, nee, ek hoef nie my woorde te tel nie man, call a spide a spide, if the truth offends you, you're living a lie man. Wow. Die bybel leer ons so in die laaste tyd, hy sê dat, daar is nie meer tyd vir lauw christene nie. The Bible, the English translation says it's so beautiful. It says, there's no more space for lukewarm Christians. Amen. Of jy is warm, of jy is koud. And you're either right or you're wrong. Can I say that in Afrikaans? Ja. Jy is eide recht of jy is weg. Jy net so. Ek gaan net nie sê van hand hoe jy weg is. Die realiteit is dat... Ours, I need to tell you this, you gotta, you, gotta, you gotta take back your children because the world has got its claws on the kids. Can I give Go. A, I would like to say not five in, can I give, can I give a five on a drink? Hitler once said, if you have the children in your hand, you have the world in your hands. And look what he did. Yeah, we need to start letting the children be in the hands of Christ so that they can fulfill the purpose of God. We are children. We, the youth needs to see what we are doing, not to manipulate or con to con um, to control them. Um, like life, smart life, smart choices, smart character, and and smart destiny. Many goals for you chosen. Are you part of the many, or do you want to be part of the few? Many is called, many, many is called. And someone asked me how, how is, I don't understand this, so I made it very simple. If your father or your mother calls you and you say, yes, daddy, or yes, mommy, then I said, you are automatically chosen. 
Because you said, yes, mom, yes, dad. But when the world calls you, there's, there's, this, there's this little um, game I do with the youth, especially with the, uh, for the small ones. I count to one, two, three, everyone clap their hands. And then I say, three, two, one, everyone stamp their feet. Then I'll do it now. If you are up for it to have fun, do it, everyone. I'm going to count to one, two, three, you clap your hands. And if I say, three, two, one, stamp your feet. Right, so here we go quickly. Three, two, one. One, two, three. One, two, three. Three, two, one. Three, one, two. I know I caught someone out. That's how the world sounds. But Jesus will always say, one, two, three, or three, two, one. He will never mix the language. He will never mix the numbers. Because that's what the devil does. And a lot of youth is falling for that. They are falling for that. And it's our responsibility to sp- start speaking the one, two, three language, three, two, one language, not the three, one, two language. Mm. Yeah, but Brenton, I couldn't that say. Um, I honestly, truthfully, in my heart, think that the youth of today is like, um, I think I'm a dear car. Very. I think I think they are so confused because they don't know right from wrong and they don't know wrong from right. Mm, mm. They don't know why they're going to church. It makes me think of uh, 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 some people go to church and one of the very famous slogans that they use is "Sondag word ek aangeneem dan ek my drinking license." I it's, it's it's been something. It's been a price tag that has been put to the church. Mm. It's a price tag, and and and. Yeah, that's the catch me too because it feels to me like, and I said that two weeks ago when I preached. Pastor Chris said that when he preached on mm. Sunday. Uh, a lot of people serve Jesus for what he can do for them. Mm, mm. Very few people serve Jesus for who he is. Exactly, so that we can serve him. Because who he is is enough. Mm. Uh, I don't serve him for what he can do. No. And the harsh reality is unfortunately that we've created a society where people... They, 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 they lean on Jesus like a drive-through mm, mm. when it's convenient for them. Yeah. They want to quickly pop by, but they don't want to stand behind the warm course spotter yeah. with the possibility of getting burnt and going through the process of making the food the way it's supposed to. They want to pick Jesus up at the window, and when they're done, they want to throw him in a trash can. Israelite. That's why I say the youth today is becoming like the Israelites. When everything is going good, and they leave Jesus on their shelf. When things are starting to hit the fan, then what they want to do, they want to come to the youth pastor, to the pastors and say, can you please pray for me because I need Jesus. And then I will say, but Jesus has been with you all the time. Why are you making him like a switch, or on and off switch? We are not supposed to do that. If you truly love Jesus, then show it, do it. And um, I was saying something very blunt in my youth. You can ask anyone in Reconnect. I, I rather speak the truth. I said immediately, if you think you are coming to youth to feel good and look good and everything, please don't come back because it's not about that. It's about the Holy Spirit. It's about Jesus. We are connecting with Jesus because you need the fundamentals of Jesus Christ. Because when you leave youth, it is up to you what you are going to do with those stuff. Then I also said, uh, I know, I know I'm going to get how dare you? But I said to my youth, if I ever preach to you, come to Jesus and everything is going to be okay. Come to Jesus and you will find comfort. Come to Jesus and you will get your new Levi. Come to Jesus and you'll get all of these things. Come to Jesus and everything will change. Leave me alone. 
because then I'm lying to you. Come to Jesus because he's the answer. Come to Jesus because he is the lover. Um, I was talking to someone in the youth and I said, stop asking for healing. Ask for the healer. His name is Jesus so that you can receive the healing. That's how it is. Um, I saw um, Saturday, um, I went to go see a family. The child, two of the children ran away. They ran away because of the parents and so on. And the parents was like, why, how, my children and whatever. I said, um, because your house is not in order. Your house is not in order because in, if I'm not mistaken, 1 Corinthians 14, verse 33. God is not the author of confusion, but the author of order. So, sir, is your house in order? Are you in order? And we, we was being very open with each other and he told me how it feels and all of that. So I said, well, Manier, if you're not in order, your children are not going to be in order. So we, we had our session. We actually had deliverance, prayed, and wow, a miracle happened. Both parents gave their heart to Jesus. And they, call their, and they call their child and actually all oh, the child for forgiveness. It's just... That's like, wow. That's just a... Yeah, that's yeah. a miracle. Yeah, well, I've got a story to tell you as well. Oh. But, but um, I first want to play a song. Oh. Yeah, yeah. We got we to gotta take a break. We've <laughs> got some awesome, awesome songs here on Radio Pulpit. Uh, some of these songs are... Um, I specifically asked for in this hour so I can't skip the songs but I've got a very interesting story of something that happened to me last week that I want to share with you if you're tuning in on Facebook please stay tuned we're just going to be 3 minutes and 54 seconds and then we'll be back right after the song please stay there Facebook world come on stay tuned so I'm one of those guys and when I hear stuff like give your faith wings I automatically run with my mind to go find songs with words in that in uh, Give Your Faith Wings, that old punkster quirky. I'll fly away, oh glory, I'll. <laughs> Amen. You, you are saying something that I've been hearing the whole day. What? Isaiah 40 verse 31. I've been hearing that the whole yeah. day. Vertel, vertel. Uh, I, 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 I like to, when I speak scripture, I like to say word for word, but I'm just going to speak from my heart. Because I believe this is for viewers, especially the youth. Uh, the Bible talks about those who wait upon the Lord, their strength will be renewed. Mm. That part alone there was, was teaching me personally, you've got to have patience. But not your own patience. You've got to have patience of the Holy Spirit. There's a huge difference between that two. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's in Galatians 5, verse 20, 24, no, 22 to 24, where it talks about the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. What is the strength? Not your physical strength. First, your spiritual strength, so that your physical strength can react to the response. And you will soar. You will go up and you will soar like an eagle. There's a lot of youth out there, you are hearing me now. There's a lot of you who has angel wings. I mean, eagle wings and his angel wings, but it's mostly eagle wings. Mm. And some of you are afraid to spread that wings and fly. Zor. Some of you are very afraid of that to, to, to like open it up and fly. Mm. And don't feel alone. There's people out yeah. there, including mm. me and others that's around you, even your family members. We are willing to help you spread your wings so that mm. we can all spread our wings together. But we can only spread our wings 
with Christ, with the Word of God. That's all I can say. You, have, you must spread your wings with the Word of God. Isaiah 40 verse 31. It's just something I've been hearing all day and I believe God wants us to speak about it. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. Listen to this awesome shout out we just got from the vet. Mm. He says, hello, Pastor Brenton and Pastor Dwayne. <laughs> this is the vet saying hello. I want to thank both of you for the advice you've given me. You have changed my perspective on life. Amen. I can't wait for youth and I can't wait for church. Come on, that's the hunger. Huh? That is the hunger. That's so beautiful to hear that. We also got a message from Ursula. I, Ursula, Ursula just says, pray for Ukraine. And then Amen. she said, pray for peace. Amen. I, I, I want to pray rather for peace than specifically for Ukraine. The whole world. I want to pray for peace just everywhere. Uh, some of these soldiers doing these deeds don't want to do it. Yeah. You understand? So, all right. So we've got 10 minutes left. And I told you just before the break, I want to tell you a story as well. I believe I sat in a session fairly recently, and without making mention to whether it was a boy or a girl or a mother or a father, just for the sake of protecting them, yeah. I sat in a session with this young individual, and for an hour, hour and a half, I struggled to get through. I struggled to get through. Are we talking about a, um, let me open up the age a bit, okay, mm -hmm. let me not be specific. We're talking about a 15, 16-year-old, okay. and we spoke about this individual that at that age, um, had to sit back in the chair to count just to make sure how much times that individual have, have sex. 15, 16 years old. Mm -hmm. We're talking about that individual that smokes a packet of cigarettes a day. We're talking about an individual that that says, listen, I don't, I don't get the kick out of drinking myself drunk at every party anymore. So now I've gone over to marijuana. I've gone over to weed. And mm. I, I, I struggled for probably an hour and a half to get through to this individual. I just couldn't get through, couldn't get through, couldn't, couldn't get through. But before I had the session with this individual, um, the, the parent mm. only wanted to drop off the, the child to talk to me. And something in my session said, no, 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 invite the parent to come sit in the session. Yeah. And I didn't know why. And the parent didn't want to. I said, you come sit in the session. And the parent sat yeah, But for the hour and a half, as I spoke, the parent couldn't really say much. The parent is broken. The parent is, his heart is broken because of all the stuff that this, that this teenager is doing. Uh, having, having sex left, right, and center, smoking, drinking, weed, drugs. And the parent's like, how have we gotten to this point? And after an hour and a half, the, I asked the question, I said, so when you had sex for the first time, where did you do it? And the teenager replied and said, at home. Sure. I said, but was your, was your, your parent there? Yes, my parent was there. Mm -hmm. But did the girl sleep? Or did, or did the other individual sleep in the bed with you? Mm. Yes. I said, but how did your parent... Parent, you are in this room. How did you allow that? Mm. And the parent said, when I chased the other individual to a different room, my own child looked at me and said, hey, who are you to talk? Yeah. You are not married and you are sharing a bed with your partner. I would just, yeah. And the dad, the, the parent couldn't do anything. So the parent had to go with it. And that's where the child at the age of 14 lost the teenager's virginity. Mm. And, and, and then I went on. I said, but tell me a bit about your drinking. Where are you drinking? At home. With who are you drinking? With my parent. 
And and a lot of times parents want to fix the children, but what they are not realizing is children is only mirroring what they are doing. Mm. And a lot of times you don't have to fix the child. Fix yourself and the child will follow. Exactly. But 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 sometimes it's gone too far. Way too far. I'm very surprised you mentioned this because um somebody who said this uh, another teenager was talking to me and he's like yeah, but party, you don't know this. I said, listen, yeah, buddy, let me tell you something. I used to. I've been to your future. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, yeah, you just said it. <laughs> I said, you know, I've sat with parents where they drank with the children. They, we even, that time, we even took the children to the drug dealers. I even allowed their own children to buy drugs from me. Talking, um, I was drinking and I came into the house. And I remember, I'll never forget this one lady, she asked, Ma, how come you have the kids drink here by the house? But not there by the club or whatever. And then the, the, the parent says, No, I prefer them rather to do it here because then it's safe. Then I know what they're doing. Do it under my roof and then I there know. There we go. I then, know then it's safe. Then I said, Ah-ha-ha. I was those guy. I went, then I said, Yeah, but then you are exposing more inside your own home. Because there, there was a boy that I know. They used to give, they wanted him to be safe. He was a good, mm. innocent boy. Mm. He was always in his room playing PlayStation and all of that. And he started playing online and so on and so on. And I felt it and I said, that light is too innocent. Is he whole time playing games, whole time on the computer? So I said, yes. I said, no, he's not. He's using the drugs, but playing games. Fraktiva, come inside and I see him with the drugs. Then we ask him how and why. Then he says, yeah, because you allow me to play all the time in my room. And I feel safe in here. That's why I got the stuff. And then the parents started blaming themselves. I said, because yeah, I can use it then in my safe space. There we go. And a lot of parents create a safe space for kids to do it. Because exactly. in my safe space at home, the police can't arrest me. In mm. my safe space, I'll, I'll, I'll rather let my kid do it at home. You're, you're creating a safe space for your kid to do illegal things. And not only that, with music. I'm starting to have a problem with that. Um, oh, I've had a problem with that very long. They want to they wanna allow the child to play this music and that music. And then I said, remember, there's going to be times mm. when you have to drop your kids. Or you need to do what you need to do. Your kids, then um, they are they are the example of what they're listening to. And then they start acting it out and loving it out. Then they say, no, it's the new millennium and so on and Ugh, so on. Nonsense, I'm like, man. no, that, 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 that's plain crap. Did you, know, did you know music programs the subconscious? Of course. And the subconscious manifests when the mind, nothing makes sense in it. Exactly. So that is why kids will hang themselves and do these funny things because the music that they're listening to is, and they call it rap, they call it house, they call it slang, I call it gemors, call it, it what it is. You know what they say, rap stands for what? Uh, rhythm and poetry? I said no, it's ridiculous and pathetic. That's what rap stands for. Youth, they get bored so quickly that they have a lot of time on their hands. And when they have a lot of time on their hands, that is where the word comes, experiment, try out, and play around and do funny stuff uh, and stupid stuff because of too much time on their hands. Yeah, actually next, but yeah, for me, something very profound tonight mm. um, that came out of this for me was 
you can't create a safe space for addiction. No, you can't. Yo, yo, that's a powerful message. Mm. You can't create a safe space for your kid to do things that's not right. Amen. Yo. You can't be addicted. <sighs> that's very profound. Drugs, alcohol, all of those stuff. That's the main question I ask. Do you think any addiction know how to spell your name? Does it even know your name? Does it even know you? Some people, parents, no, it was the drugs who did that. No, it wasn't. That drug is dead. That alcohol is dead. When you touch it, it becomes alive. But then I ask the teenagers, do you think that drug know how to spell your name? Like, no, it doesn't. Then why do you want to associate to something that doesn't know how to spell your name? Rather be in a relationship who knows how to spell your name and his name is Jesus. He calls you by your name. Clever source. I don't care what people say. Yeah, but th- I said, no, he will always call you by your name. Some people say, yeah, but I can't get out of addiction. Then get addicted to the, to the blood of Jesus. Get addicted to Jesus. He's the way, he's the life and he's the truth. Finish and clear. I, I tell people and I have to think myself, that drug doesn't know me. It doesn't spell my name. It knows nothing. So why should I build a safety, a what you call it? What is that thing that's a, a safe? Why do I want my safety to be in there? You have the right to feel safe. But you need to speak out. Don't hold it in. Because sometimes what you're holding in actually becomes your addiction. And then that addiction needs an addiction and it will go into drugs. Neem my luister, jy moet nou na Radio Kansas Facebook plaats uit toe gaan en jy moet hierdie show van Van Haanse podcast gaan soek. The podcast will be up tomorrow at 12am, 12pm, I never know, 12 noon. Let's rather put it that way, because <laughs> uh, it's am and the start of pm, what is it? 12 yeah. uur morgen marag, man. <laughs> uh, the podcast will be there, please do us a favor, go share this podcast, myself, Dwayne and Brenton Jerome. Uh, I believe there's teenagers that need to hear this. Amen. I really think that Brenton should come visit me perhaps once a month. I think we should make that an uh, an insert yeah on Radio Pulpit for Brenton to be a once a month. It would be such an honor. We can do that. We can address some controversial topics that the US parents don't want to address. Mm. Send us a mail, Dwayne at Radio Pulpit with that controversial topic and I'll gladly uh, share on radio for you because the kids have got to hear it from someone. Okay? Mm. Um, yeah, just remember one thing. Jesus loves you a lot. In fact, he thinks you are something to die for. So, Brenton, my broer, maase kinders, ek moet jou groet, my maat, ons is klaar. Ja, nee. Dankie by jou. And, uh, yeah, get used to that. I think Brenton will definitely be here again. Amen. It'll actually be a privilege if you can spend more time with me on air. Oh. I think there's great things that's on the horizon for you. Oh, wow. And um, I'm excited about those things. The question is, are you excited, but can you handle it? I was born ready. New York Times bestseller Brad Huddleton, um, Digital Cocaine. Brad will be on air with me again Monday the 4th of April, okay? Keep that in your diary. It's going to be an awesome, awesome show. So on behalf of me and the legend next to me, blessings, love you. Till next time, uh, Facebook, thank you for staying with us. You guys are amazing. Um, yeah. Bye-bye. Bye.